Welcome to the Seven Figure Salon Podcast. I'm your host, Helena Gibson, founder of Strut Hair Solutions and creator of the Seven Figure Salon Academy. If you're new to our show, welcome. This is your one-stop shop for tips, ideas, and inspiration for building a strong foundation for your salon, beauty business, and really that business, any type of business for that matter. This week, I'm solo for episode 31, where I'm sharing about the past few weeks. And basically, our theme for today is the cost for being the boss. So (laughs) where do I start? And let me explain. So two weeks ago, Saturday, my Fresno store was broken into. We had uh, two guys come in. They broke the lock and took all of our hair extensions, um, special orders, stuff like that. That happened on the same day that my mom happened to come into town because this was Easter weekend. So this was on April 3rd, that morning when my team member in Fresno came in, she was, you know, pretty shaken up. Uh, You know, the door was open, there was a blanket on the floor, and of course the store was thrashed. And my mom got to San Diego for Easter a couple hours later. So it kind of blew up my weekend. And with that, Kayla had also just left out of town for planned vacation. So here we go. No worries. I spent the whole day on Saturday calling the news stations, getting us on there. Uh, The daunting task of, you know, finding the locksmith, helping Hillary to get all of that handled. And as a remote owner, you know, I'm depending on them. We're having to text and all of these things. Anyways, it was a lot because it was also on a Saturday. So it's very hard to find a locksmith. Um, Anyway, you get the drill. However, it could have been a lot worse. No one was hurt. Um, they, they didn't get our Uber expensive products. They did take mostly our hair extensions. And then the funniest part of it, when the guys left, they left the front door open. And about 20 minutes later, a homeless guy wanders in, finds our Chromebook sitting on the cash wrap and takes that with him and decides to grab a wig off the counter. That was a client's. So, I mean, what are you going to do? Right? So. I kind of wanted to, I kind of wanted to share about sometimes when you're the boss, these are just the costs of doing business. So I'm getting my breath again. My mom stayed for eight days because the first four days didn't even count, right? I'm working and trying, I'm on the phone playing phone tag with police, insurance, all of these things. So she stays for eight days. Last four days were amazing. We had a really great visit and, and, and so forth. I mean, I just, you know, let the stuff going on in Fresno go. I worked with uh, our team member here, Jessica. We covered Kayla. No big deal. So my mom leaves. Then I had a few days to just recover, get back into the swing, swing of things. Actually, I had um, was shadowing a new employee in San Diego that we were going to, or we did end up hiring. And then we get hit again this past Saturday. Same people, minus the homeless guy. Same people. So this time, at least my team wasn't shaken because now, unfortunately, they're kind of getting used to what's going on. They knew the drill. Kayla 
has extended her time away. So she's still gone. And then this time, because we extra secured the lock with like a bike lock kind of thing, they broke the glass, literally broke the glass door to get into the store. I'm like, oh my God, this has got to be a joke. I just hired this new woman in Solana Beach on Friday was her first day. And then Saturday I'm broke into again. Are you feeling me here? I mean, now, so here is the lesson. How did I get through all of this and that I'm here two days later after all this went down, the, after the last two weeks, I haven't slept much, you know, going through the inventory, getting everything to the insurance people, speaking with the landlords, trying to coordinate this glass, which by the way, again, they did it on a Saturday. So of course, none of the glass companies are open. Called them yesterday on Monday. They don't call back or they don't come out. I'm waiting for quotes. Nobody just gives a quote. They have to email it. The list goes on and on. So I'm a little bit cranky to my daughter. Okay. Sorry. She's the closest one in the house to me. So, but as everything is going to shit in a handbasket around me, I still did what needed to be done. I was a few men down. Oh, and I also forgot to mention that I had one down or two down in San Diego, or excuse me, in Fresno that were not feeling well at the same time I had down in San Diego. So my, my thing for you this week is it's not what happens to you because things are going to happen to you all the time. It's how you respond. The theme that I've heard the most since April 3rd, the day of the first break-in, is, wow, you're taking this so well. And my response is, this is the cost to be the boss. It's the cost of doing business. I don't take it personally. Those people weren't after me. Though Akila did say if I had an upset boyfriend in Fresno somewhere, which I thought was pretty funny. Um, this is just the cost of doing business, right? So I told the insurance broker when I called him back on Monday of this week, and I said, here's the deal. I either laugh about it, like I mentioned the homeless guy came in, right, and took our Chromebook, or I cry about it, and who has time for that? Because then I'm just going to be puffy and, and all of that, and, and what's that going to solve? So the other thing I was talking with um, Kayla about, because she came back today, and yay, we are so happy to have you back, like you just have no idea. Um, it's about capacity and we all have different thresholds on what we can handle. And so it got me thinking about that. How did I get through all of that? How did I maintain my composure, keep up with the clients, keep up with the teams, keep the morale up and let them know it's okay. We are fine. It's the cost of doing business, right? It's not the cost we want to pay. I, I don't want to be, you know, broken into twice, though I did get some good news coverage off of it because my philosophy is um, there is no such thing as bad press. So of course, I called every news outlet we had in Fresno and we were on the news that Saturday later that evening. And we got a few customers out of it, too. And, and one of my um, old store managers uh, gave me a call. The, the next morning, you know, is everything OK? And I said, no, no, we're fine. Thank you for calling. So I was like, wow. You know, a lot of people um, saw that, but it's, it's about the capacity 
that we have the different thresholds. And this is why it's best for some people to also not be an owner. Okay. This takes stamina. And I have all these things to do with, I still have to get the second inventory list. As I said, it's Tuesday and this just happened on um, uh, Saturday. I still have to finish with the inventory, which takes me a little bit longer, uh, you know, not being at that store. And here I am showing up again for you this week because it was very important to me that this year we really stay consistent with the podcast, with our with our tribe and, and keep you on this journey with us and what it takes to scale and run a seven figure business. It's not for the faint at heart. And it's taken me over two decades to hone these skills. And there's been many, many tests on these skills. And I just noticed in 2020 with COVID when we came back for the podcast, because we're not compensated in any way for this. This is truly my, my give back to the hair community is not every, it, well, so, so there was the fact that it's my give back, but I wanted to, I want to share with you guys what we're, what I go through do, running this and doing this. And there's so many benefits and so many wonderful things, but sometimes I think it's just important to let people know the dark side too, and what can happen and how we can get through that as an industry and make ourselves better and still still do all the fun things. Cause I also said my mom, I was just lucky she could stay longer. She kept extending like every day, which was super cute. We went to the beach, which I'm sure you saw if you follow us on Instagram, some of the photos of that. So even though I was in all of this chaos, I still took time to spend the time with my mom. Because as I said before, the reason we have the business is to have the lifestyle and we can't let the business suck us up because it will, if you'll allow it. And the other thing that I've learned that's true for me, especially with capacity is management in your, in your salons, in your businesses. Some people are just not managers and it's not that they're not capable. It's they just, that's just not for them. You know, they want to be off work at five o'clock when, when, when the, when the doors close, they don't want to be bothered. And you know what? That's okay. One of the things I, I teach and talk about in our program and stuff is it's okay to say, this is not what I thought, or this is not what I want that, you know, we need all these different spots on the bus. The way I look at it in our business is we have a bus and we have different seats and everybody fills a different seat. And that doesn't make one person better or not than the other. And we need all the seats filled. So I used to, like back when I was in Fresno, I would always try to push people to what I wanted them to be and what I saw as the potential. But I learned that that's not always what other people want. That, um, And one person I had done that to, I actually lost her after a couple of years because she wasn't happy with the stress of being a manager. She really was a worker bee and we need those worker bees. That's how we can do the other things. So I learned a good lesson to understand where people are at and everybody's vision of success is different. And every one of those visions of success is successful. You know, as long as you're happy, then that's, that's success. You know, we have to reevaluate that stuff a lot. So 
I really wanted to share with you guys what's kind of been going on behind the scenes this month of um, April and uh, how we're kind of getting through all of that. And I hope this sheds some insights um, on uh, with your business and where you're at and how you can raise your capacity to handle more. And then another question is, do you have the right management place in team, you know, in place? Um, do you have the, the right people in the right seats on the bus? And do you have a bus? Like, you know, I did an org chart and it looks kind of like a little bus and I have all of my girls in different spots. So I know, and I pay attention to what they're good at. And I want to have them in those seats because then that's where they're happier. They thrive. And then I can do what I do best, which is train them, create content for us, you know, all these tasks that I do, but I can do it because of them, because they do what they're best at. And so it's really like, I mean, we all lean on each other. Nobody does any more than anybody else. And so that in their seat. So that's really important to remember that with your people. Because sometimes I have to remind myself, I want to over push and overload. And, and I tell them, even when we had our staff meeting uh, today, you know, um, now that Kayla's back and we were all meeting as a team. And I was saying, you know, if I'm giving you too much, just tell me, I'd rather you tell me you know, hey, I'm I'm right at my at my um, at my limit. I don't think I we worded it quite that way, but that was the um, that was what that was the theme of what we were talking about, uh, so that we can all rise to that next level. Because I have another level for my stores of what we what we can do. You know, and we want to be a players in there, and we want a players. So my word for this week for you is capacity. And this is something that we're going to add to our salon MBA program because this skill is definitely a, a skill worth developing. And I'm going to start thinking about just how I've handled all of these things of the last two weeks. And, and if you want to scale and stay in the game for decades like I have, you have to have a capacity for all of these things. And especially when they're being thrown at you, when you least expect it or it all crumbles at one time which actually to, to leave with is I actually prefer that because then I have a calm for a little while and then a big storm and then the storm has to end and then I get calm for a while. I'd rather it all at once than just scattered around, you know, scattered long, uh, long. but this time it really burns pretty big. So, <laughs> but we're good. Everything's great. I'm still laughing. So um, <laughs> as long as that's happening, you know, you, you know, we're hanging in there. So if you got massive value from this episode, please leave us a review and hit subscribe. This really helps us and it helps to get the word out and to help other salon owners and business owners learn a lot of these different tips and tricks to help them in their business and that they're not alone and that the issues that you face in there, we all do. And I don't want you to miss an episode. So if you've subscribed, you won't miss one. Also, if you'd like to go deeper with us, you can visit our website the sevenfiguresalon.com and you can book a free 30 minute discovery call and we'll see how we can help you and with your business goals. So with that, I'll see you next week with another episode of the seven figure salon podcast. Bye for now.